Hey, I'm Daniel Jose Older, one of the lead story architects of Star Wars, The High Republic, and you are listening to The Living Force. Welcome to The Living Force Podcast. Got her in my sights. Going in. A Utini Podcast Network production. Don't need them to take you on, Aaron. Episode 205, Star Wars Celebration Panels, and from a certain point of view, Return of the Jedi. It's all yours, Gross. On this episode, a Star Wars book madness update. Welcome to the family, new Patreon supporters. I can handle this, Sentinel. And the Utini crew talks about the panels that will be at this year's Star Wars Celebration London and a new From a Certain Point of View novel. It's now or never. And now, here are your hosts. Eric Eilerson, Wes Jenkins, and special guest hosts, Emma Park and Timothy Guthrie. Utini! Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Living Force, a UTD Network podcast that is all about all the future Star Wars content we're getting tonight. I'm one of your hosts, Eric Eilerson, and joining me to chat about all the things we love is not a single damn medical professional. That's right. They've all abandoned us and have lost the trust of not only us, but the entire medical community. They'll be back next week. But you know who is here? The constant star, the guiding light, the pole star of my soul, and the man with the freshest cut in the show. Wes Jenkins! What's up, buddy? The pole star of my show. That's fantastic. Yeah, that's me! Hello, everyone. Wes Jenkins here. Um, hopefully we're having a good time. I just found out that uh, Star Wars Celebration panels got put out, and I uh, found that out today. And uh, so I have no idea what's going on, so I'm going to learn along just like y'all. <laughs> <Yes>! <laughs> so, yeah, good to be here. Good to be here. It's still light outside, as you can see here. That's sunlight. Usually, it's darkness. Oh, my gosh. So. We fi- yeah, we did lose an hour. I remember getting up on Sunday yeah. morning this week and being like, it's 1130. Um, <laughs> it was only 1030, which is still late, but it was Sunday. Leave me alone. You don't know me. Uh, but you know who I do know is one of my other dear friends who's practically a regular on this show at this point because we keep dragging her in from the cold, harsh streets of Maine to talk about Star Wars. It's the Bo-Katan fan with the plan, Emma Park. Welcome to the show. Love it. So good. Hello, everybody. <laughs> Hello again. Uh, yeah, I like to consider myself the unofficial like fifth member of the show at this point. Absolutely. Uh, yeah, yeah. So it's good. It's good. It's a good week to be a Bo-Katan fan, to say the least. And um, <laughs> yeah, I think, uh, I think I need Bo-Katan's armor in order to survive the harsh winter of Maine. I think that would help me oh. a bit. <laughs> that would be perfect. Uh, if only. only. Only second to the harsh uh, harsh treachery of Mandalore's winter is that yeah. of Maine in the United States. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but Emma, if you are our fifth member, which I do believe, we do have a sixth man of the year. <laughs> it is Timothy Guthrie. Welcome, man. Hello. Plus cat. <laughs> With the cat. <laughs> <laughs> I guess this is happening. Hey, Bennett! <laughs> so, uh, yeah, Bennett is, is here. Let's see if we can get him on camera there. Oh. Here we go. Hey, hey Bennett! He's clearly so happy. This is this is new. <laughs> Not planned. Hello, everybody. It's good to see y'all. <laughs> oh, thanks for coming in, buddy. Uh, happy to have you guys. Happy to have you all here as well. If you're watching, grab your cat. You know, if you don't have one, there's many up for adoption nowadays. They all need your help. 
Uh, but I hope you're having a great night, having a great day. If you're watching us on YouTube, make sure to like and subscribe to the channel. We got so much stuff coming out, uh, guides, reviews, all that good stuff, and these shows, of course. And if you're listening to us on your podcast, Catcher of Choice, uh, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, whatever it may be, if you haven't reviewed us yet, what else do you want? Uh, please do. Five stars help people find the show, and it makes me feel happy, and it keeps the darkness away just for another day or so. But tonight, uh, we are talking not about the darkness, but about the light and all the future Star Wars content that is coming our way. But before we get into that, y'all, as you may see behind me, I need to celebrate a great, momentous occasion. Last week, I went to Burns & Noble, and I got the Hunter's Book! It's real! It's real! Hunter's <laughs> Battle for the Arena! We will not be reviewing this officially on the show, because um, honestly, we thought it was fake. I thought it was fake when I got the email. <laughs> Um, but it's here. It's here. It's, yeah. a, it's a mini hardcover. Cannot believe it. Um, yeah, I've I've been reading through it. Uh, and it is this is a wild read. It's fun. Yeah, JG in the chat. Uh, already finished it. Our buddy Oz, who is the number one hunters lover on the Utini team, <laughs> of course, read it. It is a lot of fun. I will say this: if you're into the hunters game or you're a completionist, go ahead and pick it up. It's very fun. It is the most descriptive of a video game in a book that's lore I've ever read, if that makes sense. Like, it is wild how Marcus Shiro is, like, takes video gamey conventions and tries to make them into, like, and this is the story. And I'm like, this is just a mobile game as a book. But it's fun. <laughs> Breezy read. Anyway, happy Hunter's Week, everybody. Um, are we ever going to get that... that- game it's it's like in denmark now i think yeah it's in like, like several countries it's just not yeah. the united states um i hope so i'm interested in it like I, I don't know it might be fun to play on the switch or something i'm not a huge yeah. like phone gamer but you know mm. we'll see yeah i think that's gonna be great so anyway i just had to shout that out uh thank you. <laughs> i'm glad <laughs> if there's four of you that read the hunter's book that's great why not <laughs> um but most importantly, this week has been an amazing week for Star Wars book fans in our community because our Utini Book Madness has continued after an amazing start last week. We've had matchup after matchup after matchup, thousands and thousands of votes total across all of our matchups, and uh, it's been really fun, frankly. I mean, that's all yeah. there is to it. March Madness brackets are always a blast, but uh, there's been some heated debates. Some people have been respectful. Thank you. <laughs> if you haven't, fix that. Um, but tonight what I wanted to do is just kind of highlight a few of the matchups. Last week, of course, we went through all the matchups so far. But with two a day, uh, that's too many, frankly. So, Wes, we have some amazing graphics that we put together, of course, uh, for some winners. So let's put those up on the screen, and I would love y'all's re- reaction. Um, okay. Uh, Tim, you have been instrumental in this whole thing. Uh, tell yeah, us, yeah, yeah. and our audio listeners especially, this first matchup that won over, and kind of this one kind of also set the tone for, for someone that's been cleaning up quite healthily this week. It did, it did. So this particular match that we're looking at, those glowing red eyes, we all know who this is. This is Thrawn. He is maybe going to sweep the, the book <laughs> madness the whole thing, but this particular match was the Thrawn Ascendancy Trilogy against the High Republic Into the Dark, and uh, it was brutal. Um, to be honest, <laughs> yes, uh, yes. Thrawn, Thrawn Ascendancy Trilogy racked up 482 votes to Claudia Gray's Into the Dark 236, which is respectable. It's respectable. Yes, sure. Um, it's still a beatdown. 
Yeah. It, yeah. It's it's wild. And, and cause we had a lot of people saying, oh, High Republic is going to carry. You know, they always do. Yeah. We love the High Republic here. But, you know, I mean, Thrawn's got a lot, a lot of love. A lot of mm-hmm. fans of the Blue Boy. You know, especially our, our friend of the show, Cheryl Bell, uh, is very happy about this one. That's for sure. Definitely. Mm-hmm. Uh, what's our next one here, Wes? What else do we have? Alrighty. And... Ooh. Oh, oh my gosh! I about, this one. <laughs> about beatdowns. <laughs> yes. Uh, yeah, Wes, tell our audio listeners about this one. This, this is a, a staff okay. favorite, actually. So, uh, 564 votes. I feel like that's the most that I've seen so far. Um, could be wrong because I haven't seen the entire bracket. But 564 votes for Dark Disciple, <laughs> who took out. Cloak of Deception with 103 votes. Yeah, that's, like, that's like five to um, one. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yep. More than the I thought. The odds were actually. not in their favor. Nope. Um, Dark Disciple is, yes, it's a it's a Utini fan favorite for sure. Yeah. So, and the graphic itself is fantastic. Yeah. yeah. Asajj Ventress, <laughs> Quinlan Voss, absolutely love them. Uh, I'll be interested to see how far Dark Disciple goes because this mm. is a great cult following. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's a lot of strong contenders once you get to the next round. Uh, I will say, without uh, spoiling too much, there is a, another graphic that I believe is an even stronger beatdown. But let's see, let's see if that one's next. I don't know what order we got there in tonight. Okay, yeah, oh, this one. Yes. Um, oh no! Every, so everyone, um, this was an. Uh, this was, uh, you know, that Godfather <laughs> gif of "Look how they massacred my boy." That's this one. Um, the Revenge of the Sith novelization, one of our favorite books at Utini, our number one highest rated book of all time. 605 votes. Amazing. Uh, Yoda Dark Rendezvous. A good book. A very good book. 53 votes. Um, (laughs) Not your fault. Maybe. Not your fault. Maybe if we did the bracket in April or after April when Yoda Dark Rendezvous Legends, like Essential Legends Collection came out, maybe it would have had 54 votes. (laughs) Instead. Oh, yeah. Revenge of the Sith is going to be a powerhouse. That's My gosh. hard to beat. Revenge yeah. of the Sith is so hard to beat. Yeah, yeah. not your fault there. Uh, a c- wow. couple more we highlighted here. Uh, Emma, take this next one. Yeah, another like solid beatdown. Holy smokes. Uh, so we have the Canon Thrawn duology. Uh, that'd be uh, Thrawn. Uh, I'm losing it. You got this. It. Thrawn. Uh, alliance. Alliances. Thrawn Alliances. Yep. yep. And, and Thrawn Treason. Yes! That one. There we go. Thrawn yep, Grisk, because so it's known on this show. <laughs> oh, yeah, and so that uh, the Thrawn duology uh, got 557 votes to... Wow. Uh, this was shocking to me, actually. Uh, the Galaxy's Edge, A Crash of Fate, the young adult novel by Zoraida Cordova, 88 votes. So another just solid beat down, which I don't know if it was necessarily deserved by no. A Crash of Fate. But I don't the, think so either. The cave scene so. deserved better. Yeah, the case. Yeah. Here's the thing. You know what they always say? Uh, the customer is always right. When you're running a show, the community is always right. I love this. Um, not this time, everybody. What are we doing? I know. Crash of Fate. I know. I voted for Crash of Fate across all four platforms, which means I, I voted four times. So four of the 88 were me. Um, you were 122nd of that vote. I was. I was. Uh, happily so. Uh, Throne Alliances, Throne Treason, not two of my favorites. Uh, but we'll see. I mean, again, Thrawn, Thrawn is overwhelming. 
um, in his power in these brackets. Um, I don't believe I put it on here. Outbound Flight also won this week. Um, keeping oh, wow. that Thrawn love going. So just Twitter especially is doing a hell of a so job. So they, they call it a duology. Why isn't – so is the original Thrawn canon book not thrown in there? No, um, it's correct. a separate entry. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Yep. Yeah, yeah, there's, why, there's a, a couple wise. thoughts thoughts into it, but alliances and treason go more together back to back in terms of main plot than the first True. one does. And the first sure, one yeah. stands very well on its own; like it, it can yep. carry several victories by itself. Oh yeah, so. and it has that kind of rebels tie in with Governor Price and stuff, which is yep. completely mm-hmm. absent from the second two books. True. Oh okay. All and right. our last image. Yep. What do we got here? Oh, oh what a Emma, graphic. take it. Emma, oh, take folks. this one. Yes, let's do it. Okay, so <laughs> my girl Claudia Gray with uh, Bloodline, which is one of my favorite books of all time, uh, got 589 votes to um, one of my – okay, we're going on both ends of the spectrum for me here. <laughs> one, one of my least favorite books of all time, notoriously, Shadows of the Empire, which got 349 votes. So this might be, like, the most number of votes on a single this is you know, matchup that I've seen. Over my gosh. That's crazy. Yeah, yeah that's awesome. So oh, good yeah. job, everybody. I don't – I mean, those 349 people, like, I respect your opinion and all that, but you're wrong. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there was a push. Yeah. Shadows of the Empire had a uh, a very big push uh, from the community, but but I Leia very beat down Shizor as she should. Um, <laughs> she got so. her revenge. Yes, Shizor. And of course, if you don't like any of these results, you have the power to change the next rounds. Make sure you got <laughs> notifications on for the Utini Book Madness Bracket Challenge on Twitter, Discord, Instagram Stories, and the YouTube Community tab. You can vote four times for every single matchup. Go to all these places. Make sure that you are sharing and your friends are doing the same thing so you can make sure that the books you want are moving on. All right. In quick life updates, uh, I wanted to share one thing with you guys that I didn't put in the outline that I did this weekend. Um, as many of you know, I like doing my Star Wars collecting healthily. I got my Funkos. I got the books. And I just started getting into Lego last year. And on the one-year anniversary of my first ever Lego build, this oh, was wow. not purposeful, um, I did – got to be careful here. I built this boy this weekend. Yay. This is my, my Captain Rex Lego – my first Lego helmet. I know, uh, Emma, you've done a couple of these. Oh, too many. I think I have like six now. <laughs> yeah. It was very fun. It's wild looking at it that it's like so small because I know now what's inside, like how many – Layers of stuff there are. Yeah. Had a great time. Rex is my favorite helmet design. Uh, I like the ships a little better, I think, overall, but it was still a totally fun build. Um, yeah, definitely. You get some, like, unique building techniques with the helmets. Yeah. Yeah, because all the roundness and everything. Right. So that was a blast. Uh, so, again, if anyone's thinking about it, about it, they're like $70, I think, for each Lego helmet. Not a sponsor. Would love to be a sponsor. Eric at utini.com. <laughs> Lego group. Happy to. I'll, I'll TikTok it. I don't know. Um, but, yeah, that was great. And then, of course, watch the Oscars last night. Uh, a bunch of us actually jumped in a little uh, Slack channel and kind of live updated each other, which is a great time. And everything, ever all at once, won everything. And I love that movie, and it's perfect. So I had a great time uh, this past week in my own life. Uh, Wes, you're burned again slightly. Uh, but you you soft did you softball again? Did you did you do better than your shameful outing last week? 
I did. Good. I did. I'm so proud of myself. Yes, Good. I did. I had a softball tournament um, this weekend on Saturday and Sunday. It turned out that we had a few cheaters on Saturday, so <gasps> they got kicked out of the. What? the they got kicked what? out of the tournament. You were playing against the Houston because... Astros. No, oh. we were not. <laughs> <laughs> <Got him. laughs> they had too many, too many upper level players in our lower level tournament, so um, they got booted out of the tournament. So we got an automatic win, um, and which kind of vaulted us into a into the winners bracket a little bit. So we came in third overall. Um, we had a good time. A lot of us are older. Um, and we were super sore towards the end, so a lot of us were like dragging ass towards towards the end of it. So we were like, "Oh, I'm really mad. We didn't have to play another two games." Um, but we, you know, we we got won a bat out of it, so um, it was fun. It was fun to to play with a bunch of my buddies and have a good time out there. So I'm still super sore today, but I didn't get as burned as much because I used sunscreen. Did you know that stuff works? No. If you put it on your face, it you don't get burned. So I'm gonna have this for. The rest of 2023, because um, <laughs> <laughs> I refuse to wear sunglasses or not wear sunglasses in the sun. So this is what I'm gonna look like. <laughs> well, I'm glad you're you're taking care of yourself. Everyone, wear your sunscreen, especially after yeah. this daylight savings time. There's gonna be more sunlight, so take care of yourself. Uh, Emma, you have sunlight. I've heard rumors of in Maine. <laughs> so have the I. cold. Uh, but how, how how was your week? Are you are you on break now, or you've been on break? I am on break now. This is the first day Excellent. of break. Uh, very Amazing. exciting day. I went to the DMV. Hey! So. I need to do We that. all make choices. You came out alive, too. You're alive. <laughs> I know, I know. You know, the DMV now lets you schedule an appointment, which I think is the best invention it's ever. It's so helpful. Because there was like 12 people ahead of me. I walked in, I sat for like five minutes, and then they called me next, and everybody was looking at me like... Oh, they're so they were pissed. Like it was hilarious. <laughs> um, so that was good. Very exciting day. Big day. Um, obviously, uh, but yeah, th- this this week I'm just gonna kind of chill. And you know, I have been pushing myself like a thousand percent just to like finish college strong. And um, I definitely need the rest. One, you know, really wild thing that happened to me, you know, since we spoke last week. Um, is that I had to pick up my graduation tickets, <gasps> oddly Ooh. enough. Whoa! Um, yeah, That's it was great. It's now feeling really real. And like I picked them up and I was like, whoa, I'm starting to feel this like tightness in my chest. Like, oh, this is like getting it's big. real. But my college is like super cool because like they gave us like these invitation cards like that you can send to your family and then like a whole like ticket thing. And it's like, oh my gosh, it's really That's cool. Impressive. So. Yeah. What are the I fees know, like? Impressed. Are there like thirteen dollars in fees to go to graduation? No, <laughs> <they> no. <laughs> Shockingly, it was free. So hey, yeah, they give you that. four four free tickets, and then you know you get like if you need more than four, you get on like a waiting list. So um, yeah, that suddenly feels really real to me now. So yeah, that's awesome. But you've, I'm looking forward you've to it. The so. rest and the graduation simultaneously. Thank you. Yes, I know it'll it'll feel good to get it done. Um, also, really quickly, just in some Utini-related things, I wanted to shout yes! out a few people uh, because we had another like huge swath of uh, articles published to the site, um, which is awesome. Uh, our own Gia Half uh, 
she came out with a guide to middle grade and junior novels, which is really yeah. awesome. We've gotten a lot of requests for that uh, that type of content, so uh, hopefully it'll kind of help people start their journey. Uh, and there we go, Wes, quick on the trigger there. Look at that. Um, yeah, so uh, she kind of breaks it down, uh, some of the best ones and, and where to start with those, uh, which is really awesome. And uh, we also have a best Star Wars movie order, which uh, is a, always a popular topic um, from our very mm-hmm. own Amir. And that was actually his first, uh, I believe that was his first piece for the site. Uh, a formal piece like this anyways, not news. Yeah. So awesome. congratulations to Amir. That's that's huge. Yeah, Big ups, big ups. Yeah, big ups, yes. And then uh, last one here. Uh, we also have the Guide to Darth Vader comics from our very own Caleb. And mm-hmm. this is a big one because, you know, there are so many Darth Vader comics. It's a lot. Yeah. There's a lot of them, yeah. and it's confusing. So uh, he kind of breaks it down, uh, which ones, you know, talk about which subjects, which one is the one that brings in Afra and, and all of that good stuff. So uh, really awesome work from our content team. Uh, we just keep churning out that content, and I'm so proud of everybody um, doing a really great job. So. That's awesome. Love our content team. Uh, I do want to give another quick update. As you were talking, I double-checked, Emma. Uh, there's no DMV within 10 miles of me that takes appointments, so screw you. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> one benefit of living in Maine, the one. <laughs> so I didn't know I was going to be sad today, but now I am. Ruinwoodgoatut.com. Uh, <laughs> All those guys are seriously incredible. Our team has just been gangbusters uh, this past month or so. Um, all right, Timothy, you started out the show with a cat. Solid start. How's the rest yeah. of your week been? Anything else uh, that's it, been going great? It's been insane, um, but I did not go to the DMV because why go to the DMV when you can have bicycles? Um, and that's, you that's pretty much it. pretentious. That does sound better. <laughs> a, yeah. little, a little bit. <laughs> no, we we had them stored at a friend's house uh, for a bit during the winter months because, you know, moving and things. Mm-hmm. And uh, we finally went and picked them up, got them tuned, went for our first ride, got about a mile in and was like, I think I should quit. It's been a bit. My legs are hurting. <laughs> um, but it was, it was so much fun to get back out. I mean, it's cold again here in Tennessee, but uh, it, I'm very, very much looking forward to sunny days and biking outside and grabbing beer and oh. things like that so is it oh. cold tim is it it's it's so nice it's so nice <laughs> there you <laughs> go so, so nice oh uh, we well, you know what else is nice uh, our patreon community that's right yay. all the folks over at patreon.com slash utini and i would usually give you the patreon update because we have some new patrons this week but because we have our freaking patreon manager on the show timothy take it away it's me, guys. Um, I freaking love our Patreon community for all the reasons. Uh, but I do want to shout out two folks in particular, first of all. Danny Jones joined us. I think he may have been a week or two ago. Maybe he got in right before the window of last week. I don't know. Oh, yeah, because Danny, Danny Jones. Jones. Welcome. It was before he signed his contract extension with the Giants. There you go. There you go. <laughs> and then uh, Zach W. actually joined our friggin' Jedi High Council. Let's so uh, go! Welcome. Wow! Welcome, welcome. Let's go! Yup, yup. And I'm going to say y'all joined in the nick of time because we <gasps> are completely revamping, like, all of our Patreon content. Everything Whoa! you love is staying. Everything you love is staying. No, we are adding, adding more things for giggles. <gasps> so once a quarter... Um, the Living Force hosts are going to alternate doing events of some kind. Yeah. Um, Emma is actually in on one that I'm going to go ahead and announce right now. On, Do it! On March 26th, uh, that's two Sundays from now, if you're listening at home, um, 
Emma, you and Corey decided that y'all are going to drunkenly watch the holiday special? Yeah. Let's go! That's a choice. that won't be a regret of mine but we'll see i mean there is no other way to watch the holiday special right i mean the first time i I watched it i was totally sober and i was like never again no (laughs) i don't need it uh but we thought you know it'd be good timing with you know there's like a documentary about the holiday special coming out i think Mm -hmm. um so like that was good timing uh the 26th is also my birthday so i was like yes! let's just do it i guess like yeah. why not it sounds like fun so there's, uh, there's and some, be... somebody needs to keep Corey under control you know after last there time, you go so. please we, tell me you're bringing a, a birthday hat you have to have a birthday i should hat. i will i will i will hats do that. are all the rage at these events emma you have That's to be true. prepared you have to bring a hat it doesn't matter what hat but it just needs no. to be a hat you know it needs to be a hat so yeah, we're yes. going to be doing more things like that in the months to come. Um, our Legends Look Back crew is going to be doing commentaries of the original trilogy as well. So yes! in, in April, and this is going to be for fun. Like we're not dropping, uh, you know, as as part of a goal or anything like that. We're not going to try to reach some kind of a monetary amount or people count. We just want to do it for you guys because y'all have been so awesome for us. Mm-hmm. So Legends Look Back crew is going to be working on that for a uh, release sometime in April. Um, and then we're going to do a couple of other things throughout the year. So very, 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 very excited. Um, yeah, I'm pumped. I, I can't believe like y'all have supported us as long as you have um, in the ways that you have. And we keep get keep getting to do all these awesome things. Um, light speed skipping is coming back. I hear, um, yep, yep. we're working on dropping that. I think there's some yep. ghost crew episodes in the can waiting yep, to be yep, released. Yep. So y'all we're, we're, we're going to bring the heat in 2023. So get ready. Awesome. Well, thank you. Thank you. Also, thank you for managing it all. Timothy, yes. you're a, you, you get, you keeping it going. You're listening to the people. Um, and again, go to patreoncom slash Utini, join in on all the fun, everybody. We cannot wait. Whew. All right, here's a big one. Star Wars Weekly Roundup. Let's do it. It's the Star Wars Weekly Roundup. All right, everybody. We got a big announcement this week in the Star Wars book world. From a certain point of view, Return of the Jedi, a.k.a. the worst kept secret in the history of Star Wars publishing, <laughs> uh, officially got its confirmation of its release date and its cover which means we get all the authors. Look at this uh, gorgeous story. 40 stories celebrating 40 years of Return of the Jedi. Of I need course, that on my free... wall. It is amazing, mm-hmm. amazing stuff. Uh, easily, I, I'll say my favorite cover of the bunch so far. Oh, we yeah. got Ewok yeah, looking down. over the victory celebration here. Um, and if you're new to the From a Certain Point of View line, these are 40 short stories written by a bunch of different authors. Uh, they've done it for... A New Hope. They've done it for Empire Strikes Back and now naturally Return of the Jedi. Uh, Wes, these are always some of your favorite, mm. favorite books. So how, how does this presentation stack up for you to the previous two? I love, well, uh, I would hope that it just surpasses the last two because the way the reason i think these are so great are you know the story already but yeah. you don't know the you don't know the alternate winding roads to how to get to the main story right. yep. and that's what these stories are so there is like there's probably a story about the this the um the stormtroopers that are on speeder bikes. I'm sure there's going to be one about that. Um, there's probably going to be a story about, you know, stormtroopers that are in the ATAT, something like that. So like yeah. you have the, every different character that you see on screen for 
maybe less than 30 seconds, yeah. probably as a side story. And then it takes you right back into what was going on during the, during the movie. So it, it'll bring you back into the main storyline. So it's, it's a great, it's a great piece of content where you can say, Oh, but did you know what happened when this part of the movie happened? <laughs> yeah. And did you, like, have you seen return of the Jedi, but have you really seen return of the Jedi, you know, kind of thing. So it's, it's, the content that they put out there, especially um, all these new authors, mm-hmm. helps to you know maybe get us new stories from new authors uh, going down the road. Yeah, love these love these stories. They're fantastic and they're great bedside reads. That's the you key. don't have to finish the whole book. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> one a night. Uh, also, I guarantee you, all those stormtroopers you mentioned, Wes, probably just got off the phone with their wives and are like, "I'll be right home tomorrow, honey." Oh no! And then they go and so you, now you'll know. That's yeah, what no happened. Leave they... the oven on. I'll be home in thirty minutes. Yeah. <laughs> when they were murdered. By Luke Skywalker. Uh, but yeah, we got a lot. Of course, we got all the authors listed. Some we know. A lot we don't, which yeah. is super fun. Mm-hmm. Um, also, the article on StarWars.com did list a couple of the stories. Uh, we know that friend of the show, Mike Chen, is going to write an Anakin Skywalker story Ooh. where he becomes one with the Force. That's, That's going to awesome. break our hearts, of course. Um, we've also gotten confirmed a Palpatine, Rancor Keeper, Sarlacc, Mon Mothma, and Wicket stories. Mon Mothma, let's go. Oh, <laughs> oh yes. Um, so I want to ask you guys, what are some of your favorite authors you're excited for that we've gotten revealed? And what is the story you want the most? Like, we're probably going to get, I don't know, I would think 18 stories of Jabba's Palace, 18 stories of Ewoks, and then four others. Um, but... <laughs> Um, yeah, what are you thinking? Who, who's got you most excited on the cover, and what story do you want? Um, Emma, of course, Mon Mothma shout out. But what else is, is uh, really exciting you about this lineup so far? Yeah, um, I think, you know, besides Mon Mothma, uh, I, I'm really excited to see more from the Ewoks. Um, mm. I want something like Ewok Hunt from Battlefront 2, oh you know, like, yeah. like, a, like a horror story <laughs> or something like that. That would Please. be awesome. Um, and all the stuff from Jabba's Palace, too. I mean, there's so many interesting characters in there, so that'll be fun. The author that I'm most excited about is kind of a tie for me, um, Alyssa Wong, because, you know, we've only really seen their work, like, in, uh, in the comics, uh, with Dr. Mm -hmm. Aphra. I'm really hoping it's a Dr. Aphra story, but I think if there is a Dr. Aphra story, they're gonna have to fight it out with Sarah Kuhn, who did the Aphra audiobook, so. Yep, yep. It's a toss-up, I don't know. Uh, and then the other one I'm really excited to see is Kristen Baver because you know yeah. we've seen a lot of her sort of like nonfiction writing and also um, in universe nonfiction with uh, mm-hmm. Skywalker Family at War. Uh, but I'm really excited to just see some like straight up fiction from her. I'm, I'm really looking forward to it. I, I love her her writing like in the Art of the Higher Public book and and all of her other work. So I'm I'm looking forward to it. Absolutely great choices. Um, I'm gonna jump in and steal my favorite just because I want to. Yeah, Tim, you know where I'm going. Uh, mm-hmm. Emma Miyako Kandon's coming back, uh, yeah. the writer of Ronin. Um, still one of, one of the greatest interviews you've ever had the pleasure of doing on this show. Uh, Emma is a, is a tremendous force. Um, I'm just going to keep saying that over and over, Emma, to make you feel good as well. Uh, <laughs> but uh, Emma Kandon uh, wrote Ronin's prose is still so affecting, and that book was such a wild departure from what we've ever gotten in Star Wars. So to see her get a full canon story is going to be so fun. No idea where it's going to go. Um, myself, there are so many characters that I'm excited to see. Um, I want to see, I think Ula is probably going to get a story. I think that would be really fun. 
Um, but I would love if we got like a uh, uh, Kess Dameron Shara Bay uh, story yes. from a comics lovers out there. Stop. Uh, yes. Would love to get them in the, in the, the Pathfinders, right? That's their folks yeah. on the ground. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So get some Dameron Bay action. Dude, that's a um, good idea. Oh. <laughs> wouldn't, wouldn't hate that at all. Uh, Wes, uh, Tim, whoever says it first gets their dibs. So Adam Christopher. All right, you win. Yes, and I have no idea if this is what he's going to touch, but he wrote Darksiders so well, like all the Sith Eternal stuff. I would love a story of Palpatine transferring his assets going down the the reactor shaft. Oh, man. I don't know. I got to see it. Somehow I I will return. (laughs) What if that's the line? Yep. I want it. There it is. Like, yeah. Look for me it in a fortnight. And it's like, wait, a what now? It's like, ah, I don't know. Yeah. It's going to be what 15 pages mean? of returned. Somehow he did. Palpatine returned. <laughs> Somehow Palpatine. I'm, love, I'm here for it. Just, yeah, that was I, totally my pick. You, just that was totally my pick. you type in uh, somehow Palpatine returned into chat GPT and just see what comes out. <laughs> <laughs> I I had recent we recently watched Return of the Jedi and uh I don't know how long it's been since uh since Bethany has seen it but I was like I want you to pay close attention to the blue thing that comes out of the shaft <laughs> before Palpatine gets thrown down she's like what was that I was like just remember that it happened. Yep. That's all you need to know. <laughs> and so, yeah, yeah, if we got some kind of story from Adam Christopher, it'd be great. Shout out the Sith. He writes about the Sith. Yep. He's done it before. He'll do it again. Let's see that because, I mean, so we got it in the novelization. Yep. Maybe a little bit playing on the legend side. I don't know. I don't know. But, um, yeah, love this. I want to I see that, Tim. Thanks for, you know, picking the... Picking the one I was going to choose. That's no, okay. it's a good choice. It's a good choice. I also want to say, <laughs> looking at the chat here, JG yeah. has two that I'm in love with. Uh, one, Ray Sloan. Would love to get Great some choice. freaking Ray mm-hmm. Sloan, who was one of the most important characters in the first canon books and has been yeah. gone for And for she's years. in a Lego minifigure mm. now. It's yeah. awesome. One more of her. Uh, but the big question, let, let's, let's, let's make this official on the show. Are we going to get... The story that canonizes Captain Rex on Endor. There have been teases of that guy with the beard. It's a fan theory. There's an animated right. thing where they play like this is the this is the book to do it. Put your chips on the table. Emma. Yes or no? Yes. <laughs> it's the only Tim, opportunity they'll yes have to do no. it. Uh, no. Wes, yes or no? Oh my gosh, it looks so much like him. <laughs> no, I can't do it. No, I'm going to say, nah. Uh, nah. nah. <laughs> I will say. Here. I'll say, you know what? You know, oh God. It's I mean, right come there. on. Like, are you serious? <laughs> All right, here. That here, is I'll... Rebels Rex. Yes. <laughs> yes, I will say yes. Um, To one, balance uh... us out. But two, I, I think. It, that it so fits the spirit it of does. these books, you know. Um, it does. All right. So <laughs> it's JG. It's Rex. I'm totally. <laughs> that's all there is. I'm, that's all that there is. It is Rex. I'm totally on board if it happens. I'm here yeah. for it. Septem- like so September fifth, we'll find out. September fifth. Okay. Yeah. I mean, yeah. there can't possibly be another bald guy with a white beard, right? Like, no. There's not. There's not many white guys in the galaxy. Yet. <laughs> 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 
as we flirt. <laughs> Jesus. Um, however, some fun facts about this. In addition to obviously all the authors, um, tons of new authors. And if you follow a uh, friend of the show, Tom, over on Twitter, uh, the editor over at Penguin Random House Worlds. I said it right. Good job. I'm getting there. I'm getting there. Um, a lot of fun uh, stats that he's been tweeting out about this project. Uh, historically, 90% of the 120 stories in these three books, 40 each, right, were written by unique authors. So so not repeats. 90% were, were wow. individual people. 70% of those authors made their Star Wars debuts in, wow. from a certain point of view, Whoa. books. And in total, in all of Star Wars... If we include, like, your canon material, and I believe Legends as well, there have been 253 Star Wars authors that have written Star Wars material. <laughs> Holy so smart. roughly 30% of all the Star Wars authors ever got their start from a certain point of view books. Wow. So what? It's a big initiative. It's a really big a springboard. Deal. Yeah, exactly. Holy smokes. That is introduced wild. us to so many people, you know? And, it, and it's so fun. Like, looking back at these books... Like Daniel Jose Older, Kevin Scott, Charles Soule, um, Lonnie wow. Gray, uh, freaking Pablo Hidalgo wrote in the like. Didn't Ray Ashley Carson, Eckstein write in one? Ashley Eckstein, Delilah S. Dawson, Adam Christopher, uh, John Jackson Miller. Like the the amount of people who wrote in these books, these short stories that we now just take as part of the book community yeah. um, mm-hmm. is really tremendous. So. If you want a sneak peek at who's coming around the bend next, um, make sure to keep an eye oh, out. That's so exciting. <laughs> it's going to be really fun. So check it out. Again, September 5th, we have a ways to go, but such an exciting announcement. And we have way more stuff coming in the meantime, of course. So go over to utini.com to our release schedule and get the upcoming books, which now we get to change because we had a book release last week, two book releases last week, of course, Battle Scars and Hunters. Coming up next, The High Republic Chronicles of the Jedi, the reference book from Inside Editions by Cole Horton is coming out March 21st. That's next week, y'all. Yes. Uh, copies of this have been dropping in random places. Um, and all we can say is that apparently the quality is really high. It seems really neat. Yeah. Um, we saw some preview images on the Star War- or this week in Star Wars or the High Republic show. One of the YouTubes last week. Uh, There's like Elzar Man art and Buryaga art and stuff like that. So can't wait for that. Yes. And then on April 4th, Phase 2 continues with the High Republic Cataclysm by Lydia Kang and the High Republic Quest for Planet X by Tessa Grattan, the adult novel and the middle grade novel, respectively. So make sure you get those pre-orders in because we are coming back with a vengeance. Alrighty. Now before we get into some Star Wars Celebration discussion, I want to talk about the two Star Wars television shows that are going on. As you may remember, we are just kind of briefly giving our opinions on Star Wars TV as it goes on because there's just so much happening. But in the next couple weeks, we will be doing more deep dives into these longer arcs. But this week, we got The Bad Batch Season 2, Episode 12, The Outpost. Without giving too many spoilers about our opinions so far, Twitter was a big fan of this episode. A lot of people liked it. A lot of people uh, is me. But before I go into my little <laughs> review, a uh, couple sentences each. Let's just go around the horn. Uh, Emma, let's begin with you. This last episode of The Bad Batch, what'd you think? Yeah, I loved it. It was awesome. I was shocked at how dark it was. Though. Not, li- not like visibly dark, but like, you know, tonally dark. No, um, no, that's Mandalorian. We're going to get there. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> I felt like I needed to clarify that for reasons. That's true. <laughs> 
but no, I mean, I adored it. I hope I, I'm, I'm just so excited to see what happens with Crosshair next because it could literally go in any way. Um, I think that like since they're trying to lure Omega to Mount Tantus, maybe that's how Crosshair is going to connect with the Batch again. I've seen um, theories out on Twitter that they use Crosshair's DNA uh, to make like the first Dark Trooper or something, which like. Oh my god. Ooh, I like, <laughs> like that. What? That's awesome. So, there's so many possibilities. I have no idea what's happening next, but I think by the end of the season, I think we're going to look back on the season more fondly, I think. I like it. I like it. Uh Timothy, what do you think about this episode? Yeah, I I dug it. And I I keep saying it too whenever they intentionally go in on character work like they mm. just absolutely kill it it mm-hmm. whenever they they have a plan I don't, like i don't know i'm excited to see everything coming together um and i feel like i've been pretty anti crosshair uh, redemption um mm-hmm. but there are some things that happened in this episode that make me think i might buy it if we if we go yeah. there I'm, I'm i'm here for it so yep it's all about the execution, both in how mm-hmm. they do it and when Crosshair literally executes someone. Uh, Wes, <laughs> what did you think about this one? <laughs> so Crosshair was in this episode, and it was Star Wars, and there was the You'll Bad watch it Batch, next week. right? Yeah. I'll watch it next week, everybody. So. <laughs> I, didn't, I actually watched last week's episode twice, so I was trying to kind of catch up because i didn't i wasn't paying attention too much because i was watching it in traffic uh the first time but i watched it again and i liked it more so i can't wait to see this one and i'll watch it before next wednesday so i can hopefully get it be just as excited as y'all are when you watch it all i I'll let you for is your honesty and, and wesson i appreciate you uh, for that. <laughs> uh, go through my my entire thesis with the same sentence yeah. rewritten four different times oh, yeah the reason that crosshair of the bad batch was so good in this episode of star wars the bad batch is because crosshair when featured in the bad batch <laughs> that is such to a conclude mood right now for me oh my god <laughs> period double space anyway yeah yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, i i think this was this is probably my favorite episode of the season by mm. a hefty margin um, this the crosshair focused episodes just seem to have so much care i think it's it's cliche at this point but i mean my favorite episodes of the bad batch kind of seem to be without the bad batch at this point um but i think that this story was so well written so well crafted i really had a great time just kind of following this and same to you tim i have not been about the redemption story with crosshair i thought that we didn't need it this is the first week that i've been like you know what if they're gonna write it this way i trust them because i think it's really going in a great way um also i mean the technical elements are just so stupidly Mm -hmm. good at this point this this looked like film straight up it's uh, yeah the animators are are god tier on this and i just really I, I, I swear to God, if we have a Sid mission next week, I'm just going <laughs> to run into a wall. Because, like, I'm like, this is so good. It's so good. You know, um, one thing I realized that nobody has mentioned uh, so far is the new clone. I think his name was uh, Mayday. Mayday. Yeah. Mayday. Mm-hmm. He was Love really cool. Mayday. Love yeah. that design. Mayday. Yeah, the design Gosh. was super cool. It's like anytime they kind of like make a unique clone visually, they always tend to have like a unique personality as well. I thought that was really cool. Like, you know, you're saying how like the Empire has just kind of like ditched him and his crew and kind of helped Crosshair to kind of realize like, are we the baddies? 
Yeah. You know. There's that moment. <laughs> yeah. He's getting there. Yeah. Loved him. Yeah. The, the, the unique clones in Bad Batch have been great. This guy. And then was yeah. it Hauser? Last Hauser, year? Hot clone. Yeah. Yes. Hot clone. That, yep. Hot clone. <laughs> that was it. <laughs> they all look the same, but somehow he's the hot one. <laughs> I know. I know. Right? <laughs> yeah. Uh, awesome. Love that. Uh, then, Emma, take us away. Uh, Mandalorians episode two: The Minds of Mandalore. Uh, yes. First question: What order did you did you do Bad Batch then Mando or Mando then Bad Batch? I did Bad Batch then Mando. Okay, same. Yeah, I was told to do that by Twitter people. Yep. At, Sky Talkers told it. me. Sky Talkers, <laughs> yeah. Yep. I trust Charlotte and Caitlin, so I was like, yeah, absolutely. Okay, I'll do that. So, and I actually I was pretty happy about that. Honestly, like both were like super solid episodes. I think I felt like I was the only one in our Slack that was, like, over the moon with this Mando episode. Own it! Own it! Yes, and I will own that. Like, I literally, I straight up, this is a quote. I said, this is my favorite episode of The Mandalorian ever. I said that. That's a quote. I stand by it. Do um, it. I watched it again uh, with my uh, with my family. Uh, they also watched The Mandalorian, um, mm-hmm. so I tend to like rewatch it with them in case they have any questions. Especially because we're like tying into stuff now, like with Rebels and things like that. Mm-hmm. And on second rewatch, I was kind of like, okay, it, it definitely got off to like a slower start than I had initially thought. Um, I did watch it right at three a.m. though. Uh, Bad Whoa. Batch, and then. Uh, yeah, that's like what happens when you write a research paper. I was like in my groove, and then I look up at the clock. I'm like, oh shoot, yeah. okay, it's time for hurry up. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. Um, oh god. I just love so much of this episode. The action, getting to see Grogu on his own was like one of my favorite parts. Like I can't remember, the, you know, if we've ever seen him walk before, but we got to see him walking in this one, like a lot. It was really cool. Mm-hmm. I think the part that made me go absolutely just feral for this episode mm-hmm. was when Bo-Katan got out her friggin' shield from the Clone Wars. That was mm. the best. And then she got out the Darksaber at the same time. I was like, what are we, like, what yep. am I watching right now? That's Sword so shield, cool. Finally. Like, I'm talking about it right now, and I'm, like, giddy about it. Like, it, it's like, it's like Clone Wars come to life. It's like Rebels come to life, and... Oh, it is just so good, and I'm so happy that we got to see a mythosaur in live action. That was really cool. There's something about the Mandalorian and bringing to life, like, these uh, sort of, like, mysterious Star Wars creatures. Like, first it was the crate Dragon, mm-hmm. and now it's the mythosaur. Like, it's really awesome, and I'm glad that Bo-Katan is, is kind of sticking with Mando. I cannot wait to see what happens next. I could go on about this forever, but um, over the moon with this. Yes, I love it. <laughs> love it. Love it. Tim, uh, what order did you watch in? Uh, I did Bad Batch and then Mando, uh, just because I got to honor what what came first. So that's That's the way my brain works. (laughs) Fair, fair. Um, No, I I really dug it. Um, I know that some people felt, and I kind of felt this too, that some of the dialogue has felt a bit wooden from time to time. Mm -hmm. But I really love when they lean into the lore. Um, mm-hmm. And I just love how deep we're getting into Mando culture. And, and then we saw the freaking Mythosaur and it was dope and Bo was freaked out. And can we talk about how effortlessly she used the Darksaber? Oh, oh my yeah. gosh. Yes. Like, yes. Dude, like a struggling knife with it still. Back home. And she was Back like, yeah, no, I've done this. I'm good. Yeah. <laughs> like, girl, get and, it. Uh, and her smile, like her, her little smile when they flew into Mandalore's atmosphere, I was like, this is such a good character choice. Yep. Like Katie definitely knows the character really well. I I do agree with with the criticism though that like sometimes the dialogue feels wooden and 
a lot of times I wonder if like that's because Pedro is acting against a pillow in a recording booth and maybe that isn't the best environment to evoke a re- uh, you know an emotional yeah. response because we see him on The Last of Us and he's, yeah. he's like making me cry oh. and then you know in, in Mando it's a little bit different but yeah. I, I think uh, when's the last Bo-Katan, time he was on that set. Has he? I don't. I don't think he's been on the set yet this season. <laughs> I thought he was going to take off his helmet when he was yeah. like drinking the soup. I was like, take it off, you know. Then yeah. I was like, oh, of course. You he's know. in Vancouver. Or something. Yeah, I think it tracks more with Bo-Katan's character for her to be a bit more, you know, kind of monotone because mm-hmm. she's kind of dealing with a lot of, you know, emotional sort of like mental trauma stuff like that. So I wasn't as upset with that, but I definitely, you know, do tend to agree with. Uh, with Pedro, and I don't think it's Pedro's fault either. I think it's just mm-hmm. the circumstances around it. Totally, Wes. In the order that I watched it, do you want to know? Or <laughs> <laughs> I watched Mando first. Okay, great. So bad, bad <laughs> DVD. <laughs> um, one thing that I pulled from this episode that I was trying to kind of compare to was. Mandalore itself, whenever he stood on the edge of that cliff and then saw like the terraces and the buildings, I was trying to picture from the Clone Wars what that was and what it looked like. And then I was trying to figure out how did this crust just like come over top of the like planet itself? Why does why was it like that? So I didn't I didn't do the research yet. I hope they're gonna tell me, but um it was super cool to see how big Mandalore was underneath, yeah. like what had what had happened, um, and then uh, Din just like completely plummeting to the bottom because his armor was heavy. Yeah, that's <laughs> what it apparently looked like. He was just like, "Oh yeah, I forgot I'm wearing armor. I oh, can't God. swim." My bad, my bad. <laughs> it's like I love how he took the effort to like take off his cape, but that was it. Yep. Yeah, <laughs> that's what's weighing it's me down. Right. <laughs> Yeah, um, yeah. I really like the the. I mean, the Bo-Katan thing with the dark saber was the best Miss Thor at the end. I really liked. Um, other than that, honestly, the episode didn't really do it for me. Uh, the, the acting and dialogue is really kind of getting to me a little bit. There is none of us have mentioned it yet. Uh, I don't like Pelly. Oh, that. I'm, I'm done. I'm. I'm, I'm <laughs> I'm good. They I'm, sure do put her, bring her in a lot, sure, you know? <laughs> she's sure saying words. And that's, that doesn't need to be more words. But I love her because she's goofy, you know? Like if yeah. You just, if you take she it like is, that, then yeah. it's not as bad, you know? She's like a Mad Lib character for me. Of, uh, just like, hey, nickname! Where is the little animal nickname? Oh, she's purring like a Star Wars animal here. Ah, weird swear. Bye, man, no! And I'm just like... Mother of tooth, the whole thing. That is so funny. And I also did watch Bad Batch before... Mando and like going for the Bad Batch, which is like war is hell. None of us are making it out alive. What am I identity? Who am I? Now it's like, well, howdy, dirty, skirty. Yoda's gonna jump out of a car. I'm like, yo, dog, ain't for me. So she has a oh lot of love God. though. Every time, every time a clip of her comes out, every time a poster gets tweeted out, the the queen, the loves, awesome. If that's your Pelly, that's great. Uh, a lot of stuff to like in the episode. Just wasn't for me. Always next week, though. Always excited for more Mando to see what happens. And also, it's on Disney+. Plus. I'm not paying extra for it, so I'm still going to try to have a good time. And I do think, though, in the next couple weeks, uh, we now have three weeks uh, from tonight. It's going to be our Battle Scars Roundtable. So we will take one of those two weeks to kind of do a midseason check-in on Mando fully. So stay tuned, and we're really going to kind of go through 
talk in depth about that um, in more ways. So keep watching, everybody. It's every Wednesday we get both these shows. Now, this week, our big thing that got revealed, of course, was Star Wars Celebration London is only a couple weeks away, everybody. Yes. Um, <laughs> three weeks, right? Wow. One, yeah, two, I think you're right. One, mm-hmm. two, three, th- like four weeks, three and a half weeks. That's um, wild. Which is crazy. So naturally, now we got the panels uh, got released and their times and all that good stuff. So tonight, what I thought would be fun is if we went through kind of the main panels, we're not going to get through all the ones we have on our list just because there's so many, which is the great part about Celebration. But I thought it would be great to kind of go through and share our relative hype levels. Uh, unfortunately, none of the four of us are going to be in London. Um, I know a lot of us anticipated being in London, and then a lot of life happens in a couple of weeks. A couple of us bought houses. Some of us have to graduate from college. And, you know, money is, is a very real thing. We'll see you in Orlando in 2025. It's not Orlando, but it's Orlando. <laughs> so uh, let's start off uh, with Friday. Uh, I think this is a, a panel all of us are very familiar with uh, because it happens every celebration. The Lucasfilm Studio Showcase. Yes. Um, it reads as such. Star Wars Celebration returns, launching with a must-see showcase that will kick the weekend's festivities into hyperdrive. Lucasfilm's current crop of live-action filmmakers will be joined by special guests to discuss the many current and upcoming Star Wars adventures, including The Mandalorian, Andor, and more. And more. And more. So, uh, how are we feeling about this panel as a whole? This is the big one they had. This is where we saw Harrison Ford last celebration. This is the Obi-Wan reveal. This is all that stuff. Um... I mean, this is kind of the big one of the of the weekend, right? Are are we going to get a film announcement at this panel? No. I don't no? think so. Okay. I will not believe no. it until it happens, I swear. Okay. <laughs> like, I I'm, I'm done getting also, my hopes up with it. <laughs> was this also the panel of John Williams? Yes, sir. Yeah. John Williams' birthday? Yes. Oh, man. That's kind of hard to top. Um, man, do they bring him out again? Did they fly him out? <laughs> I don't know. That's what he's working on, right? <laughs> yeah, that's true. Um, man, I don't... Uh, a movie? Um, no. What if like the the and more is like and Star Wars celebration is in Orlando in twenty twenty five? Like the closing ceremony. Yeah, that'd be the yeah, last one. It's like, it's, like, it's like all they had, so they had to, get to like <laughs> give it to you in the beginning. They gave it to you on the first day. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm excited for this one. I, th- I think we'll get a, yeah maybe first teaser for Andor two would be fun. Um, but I do think. I like JG's thing in the chat there, announcing yeah. the 2025 film and the leads of the film. I think that would be the biggest thing. I'm hesitant, but also that's the way to kick it off if you got it. Yeah. If it doesn't happen here, yeah. it, it's not happening. I just looking... – oh, go ahead. Sorry. I'm just a little nervous about what I have been reading. Like I think it was – what was it on? Like Vanity Fair? Was that mm-hmm. the source or Variety or something? Yeah, Variety. Oh, oh yeah, Variety. it was Variety. Yeah. Uh, when they mentioned like that Taika wanted to like star in his own movie, I was like, oh, boy. Like let's not let's not go down the Marvel route here. Like let's mm-hmm. let's keep it on the right track. So I'm a little bit it, – it's, it's partially like I don't think it's going to happen, but partially like I don't know if I want it to happen. Like we've been doing so mm-hmm. good with the live action TV. It's like let's just, you know, keep doing what we're doing and, and keep rocking and rolling, you know. Yeah. I don't know. So yeah. I, and, and, I was going to say, ahead, I, don't, I don't see a thing on the rest of the schedule for like a Mando Plus like they did last year. That's so right. I, I could see nope. them maybe slotting in something for the Acolyte here. 
and then maybe yeah. a Ooh. tease first footage for, maybe yeah and then maybe a tease for uh, Indiana Jones like a trailer or yes. another trailer or something yeah. like that Final I bet trailer. they bring yes. Harrison back or something for yeah. another this is Willow the last yeah. time too yep mm-hmm. right. and um, they yeah, announced it a- for a season two right Willow I think maybe oh I don't anyway, know that sounds Sorry. right um yeah, I could see all that. I I think that because this is where we got the first trailer for Andor, as well was I believe at this at this panel mm. if I remember correctly. Um, so all that kind of stuff I think we'll get. You know, I I do think yeah they the, gave us they gave us a lot yeah. of info on Andor like almost too much. Yeah, oh yeah, that's when Tony Gilroy <laughs> came out. Like, is like it's only two seasons. <laughs> yeah, that's we right. Like, Already, you're coming yeah. down on us with. The- <laughs> I, think, um, I think there's probably going to be some like skeleton crew stuff. Ooh, yeah. I just skeleton I want to see more stuff about yeah. skeleton crew. I feel like we know nothing about that other than the fact that Jude Law is in it. So like, I want to see Jude Law. <laughs> He's very pretty. Just have him walk on stage. Yeah. Like, Hello, Star Wars. Yes, yeah, so Jude Law. All British and stuff. Like, and apparently there's <laughs> yeah. kids in it. I don't know. Like, uh, also like some Ahsoka. I would. Uh, I mean, but she has a panel. Uh, well, yeah, on the Saturday, segue us so. right, segue us right there. It's Saturday. Let's, Let's talk about that. Uh, so read that. Obviously, it's very, very simple. But read the uh, flavor text for the Ahsoka panel here. Yeah. So join executive producer Dave, uh, executive producers. Excuse me, Dave Filoni, John Favreau, and special guests for a look at the upcoming Disney Plus series Ahsoka. Special I mean, guests. It's literally it's an S. Yeah. Oh yeah. It's literally in the Mando slot from last celebration right. Saturday morning. They, mm. they they have a pattern. It works. It yes. works. This smells um, like a Hera and Thrawn casting announcement to me. Sweet Jesus. That What a world to it, live in. That's absolutely in what it should be. Yeah, that's absolutely yeah. what it should be. Uh, yeah, Parker in the chat. Um, Rosario is definitely going to be there. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, obviously. yeah. Chopper will be there because he, he came out yes. at the, the last one. I think we'll have Chopper. Yeah, I think that maybe this is where they announced Mary Elizabeth Winstead as Hera officially. Yeah. I think that would be great. And I mean, yeah, if you God, if they end that panel, like, wait, there's there's one more person. Isn't there and Dave's like, I don't know, do they want to see him? And like, well yeah, I guess we could <laughs> and then Dave's like, Alright, well I guess he could come out from the back. And then he it's takes like, off his uh, he takes off his sweatshirt, there's a Thrawn Lives shirt. <laughs> oh, I can see it. Ooh, ooh, JG yeah. Last London, they oh. brought out Krennic in costume. So what if they bring out Thrawn in the outfit? I think that outfit? would actually break the inter- that would break the Star Wars community. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think. I think, yeah. I think this is where to do it, though. I yeah. I, yeah. yeah. That that is now instantly the odds-on favorite for me. I think that makes the Wild. most sense. That's they, how they end the panel. Do we know if they're finished filming? Because I'm, you know, how yes. we, we okay. Yes. Because we got the we got the Obi Wan episodes last year. I'm wondering if this could also be a. An early tease, I think that's maybe? cutting it a little close. They're working on VFX. Okay. Yeah. Okay. But maybe uh, footage. I, I mean, I can see footage. <laughs> yeah, so maybe like sure. a sizzle reel or something. But Because I, I think yeah. that they said, we've been kind of hearing like rumors about like fall, winter of yeah. this year. So it might be a little bit um, yeah. too late for that. Yeah. But, I think cast is, cast is good. Sizzle reel that, of course, they'll black out. So we'll see grainy cell phone footage of whatever. Um, but yeah. <laughs> Ahsoka would be great. You can't keep us from watching it. I want a trailer so bad. Like, from, I mean, I would give anything for a trailer. Because, like, um, you know, we were doing our Utini panel at the time of the whole Manda thing. Um, mm-hmm. So we mm-hmm. didn't get to see it. But I did see some, like, again, like, grainy cell phone footage of, uh, yeah, of right. some footage that they showed. 
and it just looked incredible. Like they had the mural, and they ha- you could see uh, a green twilight, which obviously you know. We know who that is, and yep, I'm like, I yep. just, I just want to see everybody in their costumes, please. Like, and I don't even think that we would get that in a trailer, but I, I'm just throwing it out there in the universe. <laughs> yeah. So I'm looking at this. This is 11 a.m. on on Saturday morning. Mm-hmm. 11 a.m. London time. Oh, I already know. That's 6 a.m. Eastern time. 6 a.m. Eastern. So yeah, get your planning. coffee ready, everybody. <laughs> uh, <laughs> how how Americanly selfish of me that I thought it was 11 a.m. our time. Oh, no, no, yeah. yeah. People on the ground have to be up till 4. I was like, what is this? this is 6 a.m. for the United States. <laughs> of America? Uh, but at 8 a.m. Right. Eastern, uh, 1 p.m. Uh, is the next big one. Uh, Timothy, go ahead. Read, read us the panel that I think a lot of us are really looking forward to in our publishing world here. Which, which one is this? It's this oh. one. It's high. Are you in ClickUp? <laughs> yeah, I am. You're in not. Click, but I'm not. You I'm are. Not it's high, I'm highlighting, highlighting it. It's I got nothing. One. It's the higher public panel, Tim. It's the higher public, public panel. panel. <laughs> the light. You got it. The light in the life. Yeah. Centuries before Skywalker Saga, there was the High Republic. Join luminous authors and Lucasfilm editors for an in-depth conversation about epic new tales spanning books, comics, audio, and beyond including all new announcements and reveals from Star Wars The High Republic Phase 2 and a sneak peek of what is to come in Phase 3. Phase 3! That's fire. Phase 3. There we go. I've been re-listening to The Fallen Star, and I have been itching so great because I need to feel things. Eric, I need (laughs) to feel things. The world is sad. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> it, oh my the weather's God, still huh? weird i know the sun's coming yeah. out it will be okay but let me have this for one more moment <laughs> claudia gray is yeah. getting me through All my right. seasonal depression <laughs> yeah so passing so passing off the and more and with special guests now we get the actual words sneak peek we yes. get secrets yes. they're gonna tell us something that we do not know and hopefully that nobody else knows yeah. except for you know the the entire disney corporate office or whatever but um yeah so that's good that they actually put that out there now that yes. we're just like we're like yeah okay great uh, the authors and deep conversation never new tales blah 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 sneak peek sneak peek, sneak peek tell, me, tell, me, tell, me, tell me like yeah. everybody's on the edge of their seat and they give it to you the last 10 minutes of the of the panel yeah. but obviously it's it's done uh by formula yeah and, and last year it was out. essentially yeah it was yeah. Sold, like sold out last year like standing room yeah. only kind of thing yeah. so like I, mm-hmm. I would love to see that happen again this year yeah now not to be a, a Debbie Downer, I guess, but it's like reveals from phase two. I'm like, we kind of know the end of phase two. <laughs> it's like, like it's almost Kevin, done. Yeah. That's it. Twist. There's three more waves. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> They're filling in the two. gaps. Um, but yeah, the phase three stuff, I think that it, based on everything we've come to assume, I think we'll know at least the name, the titles of the first three books in phase three yeah. on the authors. I'm, you know, our, our good friend, was it Cover Not Final? Coming back yeah. for the yeah. vengeance. <laughs> so. I was gonna say I'd love I'd love to get some cover art, you know, just or or maybe even just like a concept art of like a character. I don't even care. Like yeah. it could be, you know, I don't know, like Avar Chris in a different outfit and I mm. would be satisfied. A Buriaga with his a, a Wrath Tar tentacle wrapped around him. Well, there's I mean, you've had you've had an extra year for the cosplayers to put that stuff together. Yeah. Um, I think we saw we saw quite a few High Republic characters. I know we had took pictures with ours, right? We had like yeah. three or four of them take yeah. pictures at the Utini booth. That was, so that was cool. pretty yeah. cool. So they've had time to formulate. Yeah, there's like two geos. So, 
Yes. Oh, yeah, that's such a good one. If you are a higher public cosplayer, Charles Soule announced today that if you are in higher public cosplay, go up to him at Celebration because he has exclusive pins with the uh, with Porter Angle's lightsaber hilt on them. Oh, that's awesome. That you can get. Oh, and also, nice. get one for me. Um, <laughs> my, <laughs> my DMs are open. Please give me the pins. Uh, yeah, that'll be great. Very excited for that. Uh, let's see. We got a couple more on here. Wes, take a look at the panel. What 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 are these remaining panels on Saturday? Are you excited for? Let's kind of jump around here and see what looks good for you. Because there's a there's a Whoa. bunch of good. Ones. Oh, what, what's that? I'm just gonna here. Let me just throw this up here. Yeah, do it. Um, so I'll let somebody else grab that Clone Wars one, but Creature Cantina live on the celebration stage mm-hmm. step into the amazing world of neil scallon's creature cantina responsible for the creation of all the droids creatures and aliens of each uk-based star wars production in the last 10 years join neil and his team on a journey as they show you for the first time ever how they create build and perform the characters you've fallen in love with i hope they have like a whole setup of these characters um who's he responsible is he responsible for quonky monkey lizards yeah why oh, not? Yeah. <laughs> they better be. Return of the Jedi year, so, all the Kawaki monkey lizards. That's all that's we want. Just, that's just a fun panel to go to. Yeah. You're not really expecting much. Yep. You want to actually see the um, like studio or movie quality um, like uh, props that they use. I, I think that's stuff. really cool. When, does anybody remember uh, Planet Hollywood that yes! famously <laughs> debunked? That was a pretty cool place where Old you could see school. a bunch of... A bunch of movie memorabilia, but that's that's just a, a fun thing to to pass by and to see and to hopefully like you can get up close and just take pictures with them. So I want a screen used cool. Jabba to to poke, just touch it. It's got slime on it. <laughs> <laughs> it's so lifelike. Yeah. <laughs> and then, of course, on Saturday, you mentioned this, Wes. Uh, there's two anniversary panels. Ooh. There's the 40 years of Return of the Jedi. Which is great. Uh, that one is actually hosted by Ming Na Wen. Is she? Yo, what? Yeah, That's wild. <laughs> I wanted that reaction from Emma. Great on the video if you are watching. Um, I like Ming. She's gonna chat with a bunch of folks there, and then of course Clone awesome. Wars 15 year anniversary uh, that has everyone you'd assume: uh, Dave, D, Ashley, Matt, James, Arnold, Taylor. They're all gonna talk about Clone Wars for 15 years. And. It's interesting because both these are like celebrations of what happened. And based on the Attack of the Clones panel, which was a lot of fun last celebration, so fun. there's there's less pressure to these because there's not like yeah. – and then what will yeah. they announce? Like, no, they're, it's just celebrating what they were and having a lot of fun there. So if you're looking to like stream these panels <laughs> at home or go to them live and you kind of want one that's a little bit low-key and just very nostalgic and fun, I think those will yeah. be really cool. And I'm sure yeah. you'll find out a bunch of little fun facts. Tim, didn't you and I go to the 20th anniversary? Yes, one? we did. Yeah, that was we so did. much fun. We were fun. freaking out every time they brought someone yes. out on stage. <laughs> yeah, we, you were, Morrison, my God, we were sitting so close too. Like we were in like the press box for some reason. We were put there. Um, yep. But uh, I remember like those are just so much fun. Like they just kind of like tell stories that they remember fondly. And specifically, mm-hmm. Tim, he was like just playing the crowd. Like you know, couldn't be was, stopped. Yeah, he, he literally went like a bantha, and then the whole crowd like just freaked out for like five minutes. Um, I love these anniversary panels. I think that they're really special, and I think it's cool that they're having like uh, other like Star Wars actors host these because uh, Ashley Eckstein hosted the 20th anniversary of Attack of the Clones mm-hmm. panel. 
Um, and now Ming Na is hosting the Return mm-hmm. of the Jedi panel. That's just like so cool. It's awesome. Yeah, they're gonna have a lot of fun at those. Uh, and then, I mean, Emma, not to put you on the spot again. Yeah. Uh, would you mind reading the Sunday panel, Villains of the Sequel Trilogy? Because that's oh, like something yeah. you might enjoy quite a bit. <laughs> uh, maybe just a little bit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Let's see here. So uh, thank you, Wes, for putting that up. Uh, so the dark side <laughs> of the Force is a pathway to many panels, some considered to be can't miss. Oh, I love that. Well that's done. Good. Well done. <laughs> that's pretty good. That's, that's Eric-esque. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hire me, Star Wars. I'm right here. <laughs> Oh, man. All right. So uh, join host Amy Ratcliffe as she sits down with Ian McDermott, Andy Serkis, and Gwendolyn Christie. Yes, Gwendolyn. (laughs) As they discuss their villainous roles in the final chapters of the Skywalker Saga. This panel sounds amazing, man. What? (laughs) That's cool. Stacked cast list. Oh, Seriously, those three? Oh, and Amy Amy is moderator. I mean, goat moderator. Goat, yeah. For real. I mean, yeah. I'm, I'm like, is it bad that when I read Andy Circus, I was like, Kino Loy? You know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. He's, so, he's way more iconic as Kino Loy. Yeah, yeah I know. he was Snoke. Yeah. Oh, man. What an incredible panel. I, you know, interestingly enough, the other day, I don't know why this came across my, uh, like, YouTube recommendations, but it was like, uh, a compilation of all of, like, these Star Wars actors and actresses seeing their, um, their figures for the first time and one of them was yeah um i'm losing her name uh jen or so you know uh felicity, uh, felicity jones. jones yes um at the rogue one panel in london celebration london uh in i think it was like 2017 or something like that mm-hmm. uh and gwendolyn christie moderated the rogue one panel really? and i was like yo that's oh, wild that so wild it's, I didn't know it's that. good to see her back at, at a celebration. I, I wish that she would come to one over in the States because I'd love to meet her. Um, you know, just we see how tall she is in real life. You know, it's awesome. Massive. Um, super badass, too. Like, yeah, that's going to be an interesting panel. Yeah. And again, I know that some of these, so if any of you all are watching Celebration at home for the first time, um, a lot of these in the past year have been live streamed on the Star Wars YouTube channel. Mm. Um, they just announced that people like uh, Kristen Baver, Christina Ariel, Anthony Carboni are going to be hosting Star Wars Celebration live. So always check out that YouTube channel. Um, if you're maybe at work and you have a second monitor, just keep it on um, in the background. <laughs> check see what's going on. Or if you got up at 6 a.m. on Saturday like all of us, uh, go ahead and just... Keep that on a monitor and keep it going because they do have commentary going if they're able to show the panels. Then, of course, they do. Um, and if, we won't really know what's going to be streamed until it happens. So stay tuned there. One that I guarantee will not be streamed. But I'm very excited for. Oh, no. It's called Funko Collect Across the Galaxy. <laughs> oh! <laughs> and here's, here's why. I, oh, am I ready to be disappointed? Absolutely. However, it says this. Funko is proud to present Funko Collect Across the Galaxy, a journey of discovery through the collection of new pop culture products celebrating the Star Wars galaxy. From pop to Funko games, lounge fly to new form factors, panel attendees will get a first-hand look at never-before-seen Funko products. Eric, I know where you're headed with this. Don't disappoint yourself. Wes, Wes, give me the single cam. Funko? (laughs) If it's just Luke from Return of the Jedi and eight different things, I will break everything. Where's the Andor merch? Okay, thank you, Wes. 
Um, yeah, I'm excited, I'm excited <laughs> to see where that panel goes, but I'm so worried it's just going to be OT I know, stuff. I know. It's like, okay, I thought I thought where you were going with that was like, they said new, they, they were kind of talking about some like new mediums type of thing, and I'm like, High <sighs> Republic Funko, where? No. I've no. given up. I've given up on that dream. That ship um, sailed. But maybe. <sighs> but maybe. maybe. Uh, that'll be fun. I hope that we get some good stuff out of there. You know, we're, we're Fungo collectors. I uh, love the Loungefly stuff as well. So, yeah. you know what? We can see. Um, now, uh, the, the one right underneath that just got highlighted in our ClickUp. Tim and Wes, who's in ClickUp highlighting that next panel? Oh, I think that's me. Take um, it, Tim. It is this the, is the big one. It's the Lucasfilm <laughs> publishing panel. That's why we're here. Stories yes! from a galaxy far, far yes! away. And there's a particular set of words in here that I'm very excited about. From... Adult age novels to nonfiction, from kids' comics to audiobook epics, Lucasfilm mm. Publishing explores the stories from a galaxy far, far away, featuring all new announcements, exciting details, and reveals for new and upcoming titles from the time of the High Republic to the time of the First Order. This panel is not to be missed. What? Wait, what are we- I wonder what it could be. Did I hear what I think I heard? <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> Ray Sloan. I need it. Do it. I thought you were going to say Ray Skywalker. Also Ray Skywalker. Either way. All the Rays. All All the Rays are good. Oh, my God. Um, Yeah, this panel was very exciting last year. And this is the panel where some of you may remember um, (laughs) they put up that giant mood board of characters. Thermoser punch came true. (laughs) Yeah. So tease. This could be from, it's, it can be from the very beginning of Star Wars that ever started or the very end that you've ever seen. I'm going to try to find Any, that. Between anyone. <laughs> <That's a good laughs> Somewhere between the beginning and the end is the middle. And that's Spe- what it's going to be. Speaking on behalf of one Charles Hankel, we need a pod racing story, <laughs> Lucasfilm Publishing, Stories from a Galaxy Far, Far Away. Bring it. Do I it. Oh, that. yes. Yeah. Bring it. Uh, so, yeah, that'll be very exciting, of course. That's... Uh, it's so weird. Sometimes we we get a ton of news. Those panels, sometimes it's like, hey, Inquisitor, the Red Blade is coming out. Delilah, talk about it. And it's like, we already know that's coming out. I'm excited, you know? So <laughs> it, it's tough not to be hyped for these panels, but we, we get so little. We get so few panels. So I, mm-hmm. I hope, hope that we get that. Um, oh, I found course, it. I found um, it. I found it. I found it. Oh, you found the picture? Um, I found the picture. I will tell you what has come true so far. Okay. Um us. Ray Sloan kind of because she got a Lego minifigure otherwise I don't think I count that I don't know um, Dexter Jetster yep. is in the Higher Public, Public Adventures Max Rebo because of the anthology right probably yes oh, yeah. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. And, and the statue with the Max Rebo yep um, <laughs> Veers was up there I don't think that's come true at all um, no I don't think so mm-hmm. sorry uh, sorry George Let's, oh, Sana Staros. She got her own uh, series. mini-series. Yeah. Cool. Very good. Very good, um, by yes. the way. Therm Scissor Punch also came true. <laughs> yes, it did! Um, <laughs> Public Adventures. Oh, Life Day Chewy. There was um, a Life Day Chewy Funko Pop. I know that's yeah. un- totally unrelated, but, you know, you never know. Yep. Um, but, oh, no, they had, they had the, the Life Day treasury. Uh, comic, didn't they? Oh, oh that's the treasury. right. Yeah, yeah. The, one, the one, yeah. That came true. Had some life day stuff. Um, Kira, we've gotten more Kira. Oh, oh, the book. Oh, oh. Um, Crimson. Kira, Climb? Crimson Climb. Yeah, yep. Crimson Climb. Yep. So that one came true. <laughs> and uh, a few comics. Yes. Um, I. 
Oh, Ewoks and Scout Trooper. I think those are two uh, from the anthology, probably. Yep, from Left Day Treasury. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, and I think that's it. There is a pod racer up on this board, though. So There certainly is. And same Come. thing with, with uh, Foden Bead, the commentator. So you never know. Oh, yeah. <coughs> yeah. So we, we'll see. I, I would love if they put that back up with, like, X's over all those ones. They're like, we did it. And here's who's yeah. left. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, Sabe's up there, too, isn't she? Sabe's up there. Sabe. Oh, yeah, that's right. That's right, yeah. She's that Vader comic is, is so perplexing, okay, right? but we'll it's leave okay. it there. We'll leave it there. Uh, and then, um, okay, so here's a weird one. Monday, we get three more panels. I don't remember if this is – this is what they did last celebration, right? I must have just forgotten. But, yes. like, Monday panels, we get mm-hmm. kind of three main ones. Um, Bad Batch, Marvel Comics, and Visions Volume 2. Mm. Uh, can I speak for all of us that we're most excited for Visions Volume 2? Works out for of me. these? I don't know. I, yeah. I, I unpopular opinion in that I wasn't like the biggest fan of Visions. I respected what it was, I think, but I think sure. it, it might not just. I don't think it was for me. I guess um, as a the, you know resident comics expert, I would say that the Marvel Comics panel is exciting. Although nothing really big happened at the one in Anaheim, so I don't know. Little yeah. little meta meta. I don't know. We'll see. Yeah, the Marvel thing is weird because. Star Wars being able to announce their stuff versus Marvel Comics announcing the Star Wars part of their lines. Like, I never know yeah. who's going to announce when because Marvel seems to be like, we're going to announce our whole slate at once. Right. Star Wars is like, yeah, we were announced back then, but here's Charles Soule. You know? Exactly, so. yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like, just like just let Charles Soule talk for like the whole panel. It'll be fine. <laughs> yeah. 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 I'm also excited for the Bad Batch one, too. Um, Tim, I think you and I also went to that one. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, and that one was, was that, yeah. super fun. That was great. Yeah, like it was just yeah. a lot of D D doing a bunch of different voices, which is always great. I love that, and it was yeah. cool to see Michelle Ong like in person mm-hmm. and kind of you know getting to hear her talk about Omega and kind of her development. We got a lot of reveals in that one too. There was a trailer. I don't think that's going to happen in this one, obviously. But yeah, because we'll still be yeah we'll still be running in season two, right? Yeah. I believe yeah, so. so, yeah. Just barely. I think we have, like, one episode left or something after Celebration. Yeah. Unless... So. Do they show y'all the last episode yeah. oh, Monday? That would be cool. That would be cool. That would be cool. Yeah. Although, remember, the last episode is, like, a two... It, it has two of the episodes, right? So That's right. It's a two-parter. I don't, know where that, I don't know where that puts us, but... Anything's mm. possible. And, yeah. I, and I think, like, that last day kind of rounding up with those... Do the animation. Like, animation and comics in the last day are kind of linked as far as the popular consciousness goes. So I like that. You know, they're kind of nicely segmented in day-to-day-to-day. So, I'm, and, and there's so many more panels than these, not even including the fan panels. Mm. Um, they're all a going lot of out good as fan well. Panels. So much stuff going on. And a lot of those will be recorded as well. So for a lot of your favorites, just stay tuned to all our social medias. Um, people will be posting recordings on podcasts and YouTube and all that good stuff. So... Out of all these, I put y'all on the spot. Emma, I'm gonna start with you. Okay. One panel, not that's not not the first panel, not the first panel of the, of the right. week. Um, <laughs> your most anticipated panel as of right now, a couple weeks out. Yeah, I think I still have to say Ahsoka. Um, I think I just I feel very strongly that we're gonna get like some more solid information. I also feel very strongly that we're going. I don't know. I feel very strongly that we're going to get a trailer or like some sort of sizzle reel or something. I, I just hope so. that they put it on YouTube afterwards, I guess, is what I'm hoping. So I'm really excited. I think that one kind of has the 
most possibility other than the first one, of course, to kind of show us a lot of exclusive stuff. And I'm also just really excited for that show. I think I'm like, oh, so excited for yeah. that one. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, T- Timothy, what about you? Most of these panel. Yeah, that, that's my that's my go ahead answer as well. But I will say, I think I'm I'm really hyped for the Star Wars Visions Volume Two, mostly just Sick. because it's going to be so different. Like it's not just uh, like they expanded the country range and the animation yeah. styles. So I'm really excited to check out what Star Wars looks like from uh, different cultures and creative standpoints. And um, I think we need a lot more of that. So I'm I'm yeah. cool. I'm glad that this is happening. Definitely, Wes. What's getting you going? Definitely excited about Ahsoka. So we'll get that one out of the way. Um, Villains of the sequel trilogy. (laughs) I definitely want to see that. Big uh, uh, villain guy, Sith, all that good stuff, bad stuff, whatever you want to call it. Um, And... The, there's a look back at Obi-Wan Kenobi, and Ewan McGregor and Hayden Christensen are going to be there. Yeah. So, and Vivian Lyra Blair is going to be there, too, right? Oh, you're yeah. right. Is she, uh, she is going to be there. That's yeah, going to yeah. be fire. And Indira Varma, I just read. Holy smokes. Yeah, that'll be so really they're, great. Yeah, they're, just seeing them on stage is just it's yeah. paying for your ticket all in one already, right? <laughs> yeah. Or they're just like, and we're going to announce a four-part miniseries. Oh God, to- <laughs> and then, God, and then uh, oh, who comes out? Um, <laughs> I want to say Jimmy Smith. I want to say Qui Gon Jinn, <laughs> but you know, he's like it's uh, Liam Neeson. What's his name? Liam Neeson <laughs> oh. just strolls out. He's just like, hey, what, what are you doing here? <laughs> I sounded like Sylvester Stallone yeah. for a second, but hey, yo, Obi Wan, how you doing? How you doing? <laughs> you yeah, the yeah, just seeing those characters on stage is 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 awesome. So I, I would love to see that one. That'd be that'd be sick. And I, again, I hope always get recorded if not streamed. Um, my my mine is gonna be easy then. I agree with all y'all on those, especially Ahsoka and the first one. Um, High Republic panel, straight up. Uh, yeah. I I I I've enjoyed. The things we've seen, the High Republic show, Roundtable, things are fun. But I want to see the first five architects sitting on a stage with each other talking about the High Republic. Like, mm-hmm. yeah. there's just something so special about Justina Ireland, Daniel Jose Older, Claudia Gray, Charles Soule, and Kevin Scott just talking High Republic. Yeah. And they have an energy about them. I hope that it's kind of like the Avengers where they're like, <laughs> we were gone for a bit and now we're all coming back for phase three. <laughs> and, like, we're, like, we're kind of doing this this is great yeah. phase two had its time and, and again we've, we've talked ad nauseum about phase two um we'll continue to talk about it as it goes but i i just hope that it ends with saying and here's phase three and the cover is like here we're, we're surprising you look it's keep trying to save our chris and oh, her something you know what i mean like i think that would be really great so whatever it is though i just hope that they get to be on stage and feel that love they felt last celebration because it was just absolutely massive speaking of the higher public Two things. Number one, yes. I hope that Claudia Gray tells us what the heck she has been doing because I would love to know. That's right. She's been rewriting Quest of the Jedi. I was going to say, years, Emma, what are you talking about? <laughs> that was my second question. So, the current release date, supposedly, for of Quest recording. of the Jedi, yes, is April 5th, which is two days before celebration. Is it going mm. to be out by then, yes or no? No. <laughs> No, no. I know. Absolutely uh, no. not. No. Nope. No. And I think it's been delayed three nope. or four times now, just for the record. Oh, I've, I've been at keeping track. Least. Yeah. At uh. least. Oh, yeah. No, there is. No. Absolutely and it's not. not like it's a series either. It's a single issue <laughs> of a comic. Shot. And it had I, And it had a cover. 
<laughs> yep. I think we're going to get the whole slate of what happens next in the Marvel comics, like post Return of the Jedi, before we ever get Quest of the Jedi. Also, oh, uh, wow. Emma, I'm so sorry to do this. I just Uh-oh. Googled this. Uh, as of Star Wars Wiki, it's now out April 12th. Um, however, as of the Dark Horse Comics website, it's now out April 19th. I don't know if it's been delayed in the last 30 seconds again, wow. but those are two different <laughs> release dates. Because we said it. Because we said the name what? of the Oh, God. I, I the Queen's think, books all over again. Is it a money laundering scheme? Like, is there something about that book? Like, oh, it's common, it's, but it's fake, and that's just how they're moving funds around? Could be. Anyway, it honestly we'll could be out. at this point. I don't know. We'll see. We need Claudia to, like, update on this, you know, Maybe yeah. maybe it's maybe it's like the most pivotal. It can't be. It can't even close out the phase because it was scheduled no. to come out like initially. It can't be pivotal at all. It legitimately no. <laughs> cannot be at no. this point. Like she has also written like at least three whole other non-Star Wars novels in the time since it was announced. Right. So, right. Anyway, <laughs> hopefully the, of the we Jedi see... is the friends we made along the way. <laughs> Thank you, buddy. That's exactly it. <laughs> But regardless, all of this and more, we will be bringing to you, of course, uh, the Monday night after celebration ends. Uh, we'll have a whole show about it. Of course, the, the site will be updating folks as best we can. Um, so stay tuned to all this stuff. Emma is going to be leading the team. And uh, you know what? We'll be up at 6 as best we can. Um, and keeping you all excited for it. Let us know what panel you are most excited for. Leave a comment on the video or hit us up on the socials, Discord. We want to hear Everything a celebration approaches because it is the best weekend to be a Star Wars fan. Uh, and I cannot wait to see what else is going to happen. Uh, but I think we did it. Um, Emma, Timothy, y'all are great. Thanks for uh, filling in. No medical knowledge Thank needed you. this week. Um, <laughs> Thanks for having me. You're all welcome back. It's always good. Anytime. Love you dearly. Wes, you're just, just consistency. You're my rock. Um, Eric, we're here. We're here. You know, we're here. We're here. Hey, <laughs> hey, look at us. Look at us. We're just holding this thing together. Right. So proud of you. Guys. And I'll keep holding on. <laughs> but that'll do it for this week's episode of the Living Force. If you support us on Patreon, thank you so much. As Timothy said, keep an eye out for all the amazing content coming your way, and be sure to check out Emma and Corey on March 26th for that holiday special mayhem. A special thank you to Brian Dooley, Earl Q, Carl Sander, and Zach W on our Jedi High Council, and James T, Ashley Ingalls, and Chris Carrizo on our Alliance High Command. You can find us on Twitter. I'm at Eric Eilerson. Wes is at Boss Wes. Tim is at T Guthrie 2. And Emma is at Irma Jedi 26. A special thank you to Matt Davenport, our amazing editor, Ryan, our graphic designer extraordinaire, and Wes, our producer and community manager and sunscreen applier. A special thank you to Wes, Emma, and Timothy for joining me tonight. Thanks to all of you for watching and listening. And as always, may the force be with you. There is no hatred. There is joy. There is no division. There is union. There is no apathy. There is passion. There is no gatekeeping. There is community. This is the Utini Star Wars Fan Cove. Embrace it, live by it, and above all, trust in the living force. Join the Utini community and surround yourself with like-minded fans at utini.com. And remember, the force will be with you, always.